Welcome to the Weight Down Life Up podcast. It is Tulio. I know I've been away for a little bit. Um, just, you know, like I said, life sometimes just takes over and uh, sometimes I need to put things in the back burner. And fortunately, I have an awesome tr- trainer extraordinaire always on the ready to go and be on a podcast with me. And that person is Sarah Krieger. Welcome back to our Weight Down Life Up podcast, Sarah. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. That was an intense uh, introduction. Inten- well, wait until <laughs> the outroduction when we uh, we have some news that we yes. need to announce about some future episodes and uh, also something else in the works. So yeah. we'll talk about that at the end of the podcast. But um, this week we are going to talk about uh, we're going to talk about guilt eating over the holidays. Obviously, we just had Thanksgiving and we have um, Christmas coming up and New Year's and you know, all the good holidays and all the food holidays that everybody loves to overindulge. And, you know, this time of year, things get crazy either with work um, or with you know, just life in general, trying to get your last minute vacation time in, or if you're, you know, you're getting all the end of the year stuff ready to go. And also, you know, you're just, you're doing all kinds of Christmas shopping, getting everything done, having to look great and spectacular for the holidays, getting the Christmas tree up, which, you know, we, we found out that, you know, your kids just accidentally broke a, yes. uh, an ornament. So yeah, no big deal. You know, no big deal. That's but that's life. Life happens, right? Yep. So um, we'll talk about that in coming up. So what I want to get into is, uh, you know, we just had Thanksgiving pass. And a lot of us that, you know, me especially, I, I've always felt this way where even without the holidays, <laughs> I'll sometimes if I eat like something out of the ordinary or my, in my meal plan, I feel so guilty about it. And sometimes it can just ruin your day. It feels like you just go off track. And then, you you know, I know in the past, you know, I've, I've learned now to somewhat control it. But in the past where I was like, well, you know, I ate like shit today. I ate like shit at lunch. I, I might as well just eat. I'll start over tomorrow. Yeah. You know, and I, you know, after talking to you, that's like you I remember you posting something that it's a cheat meal, not a cheat day, not a cheat weekend. It's a meal. It's one meal. So let's talk about um, just trying to get over that guilt. You know, we'll move on to the holidays and everything like that and how to get on an exercise routine, to get, not to get off your routine. But let's let's start right now with um, the guilt factor. You know, can you explain more about that and more about how to get over that guilt and overcome that feeling? Sure. So most of us grew up um, in a home maybe that had stigma around food. Right. So... We give food connotations like this is a good food and this is a bad food. And the moment that we label that food as good or bad, it instantaneously in our brains allows us to think that, uh, well, eating, you know, two Oreos is a bad thing because Oreos are bad because they're full of sugar and there's no nutritional value, which really most people don't even understand what nutritional value is. If we're being right. on, honest, you know, the, yeah. the education behind that is so uh, limited for people. And so the, it's just really the stigma behind people thinking that food is good or bad. So you eat a salad, people automatically assume a salad is good. What people don't also take into consideration is what is in that salad. So for instance, you are like, well, I ate healthy today. I ate a salad. Well, what was in your salad? Oh, there was meat and cheese and, you know, whatever kind of dressing. And I put ranch on it and it was great. And a lot of leafy greens and all the things, lots of veggies. Cool. But 
those kinds of things, just because they're labeled good, doesn't actually make them good. You'll notice like a lot of times you'll see people will label those things as good. And then you realize like 13, 14, 1500 calories later, oh, maybe it's not as good as I thought it was. That especially happens when you go out, right? So you see that like, oh, I'll get the uh, specific crispy critter chicken salad. Well, that's deep fried chicken that you're going to put dressing on, right? So automatically, well, the assumption is, well, I just ate really good because I ate a salad. We just take that salad realm and just place it in this category. And we take the dessert realm and we place it in the bad category. And, And it's really just a stigma that we have to learn how to break basically a cycle. Yeah, and you know, I like so I you know, for example, we went out to the, we actually went out together myself and you and yep. and your husband and my girlfriend, we all went out and it was uh it, we went to the yard house and yes. I had the jambalaya, which you know, in the grand scheme of things, I know jambalaya is not all that healthy. No. But at the same time, it's it's meat and rice and, you know, it pro, it's basically protein and grains that I just you don't think about. It's like, all right, oh, there was shrimp, there was chicken, there was sausage, so I'm getting your fats, your your protein. Yep. And then, you know, <laughs> you being the trainer that you are to me, you said, hey, let's uh, let's mark that shit in my macros and see what really is in there. Yep. So, of course, I go to the nutritional information and I was blown away with just how much fat and how much carb and how much cal- yeah. talking, a twelve hundred. I think it was like thirteen hundred calories altogether. Yeah. And I was just, I mean, I don't you don't think about that when it comes. And it, like, I know, you know, going out. You know, I remember hearing somewhere that basically by the time you're done eating, when you're going out, you're beating a stick of butter. Yeah. Almost. And that, I mean, I that's always stuck with me. But I never thought just because, I mean, it seemed like a somewhat of a healthy dish. Again, like you said, yep. that, you know, that crispy critter, whatever, chicken salad. Yep. It's deep fried. Then you're putting dressing and, oh, well, it's, it's a salad, so it's healthy. No, that's like, you know, that's like like a BLT pizza putting lettuce. Well, it's, it's, <laughs> right. it's got lettuce, tomato, and bacon on it. Well, yeah, but you don't forget about the ranch crust and all the other crap. Exactly. Yeah. And so, you know, you don't think about that, but it's just, it's crazy. And, I, you know, the stigma itself is it's exactly what it is. It's a stigma. How do we break that cycle? How do we break the stigma? Because there are days where I'm just like, where I where I used to eat like that, and it would just ruin my day. It made me feel like, it. one, it made me feel like shit to begin with because I'm yep. eating healthy, and then I, you know, eat just crap. But like you said, food is fuel no matter which way you, go, you put it. Yes. It's fuel, right? Yep. And so maybe that's the way, I don't know, how do, how do we break that stigma and that cycle of just feeling like total shit <laughs> so you don't go down that realm of like, well, I'll just, I'll eat better tomorrow. Well, I, I started off shitty. I'll just eat the next day, the next day. And then all of a sudden you're 200 pounds or hundred pounds heavier than you were, you know, a year ago. Yeah. So breaking this cycle is really just getting educated. Um, and the problem we have today is that we toss around things like organic, cage-free and all these other things. I'm not, there's nothing wrong with organic or cage-free, right. but does those terms don't always mean good or healthy either. And so to break that cycle, we have to exactly do what you said, which is what I really hone in on is food is nothing more than fuel. And the way you learn how to do that is you can either do your own research, you hire a coach, you, uh, in, in my case, I learned it on my own just by like, oh, I feel like this. Okay. So next time I'm going to do this differently. Um, and we talk a lot about going out 
for dinner. But this could be as simple as uh, in your own home. I mean, how many times I can count many. I've sat down, opened a bag of chips, mindlessly started eating out of that bag of chips. And the next thing you know, it's like, oh, shit, like more than half. Wait, did I, wait, are you sure you didn't grab some of those? Like, you know. It's yeah, but let's like, be honest. Those bags aren't always that full well, either. Like, Most of that's air. Yes, I mean, you know, we're being that, real here. Yeah, that is true. They are a lot of air. Yeah. But it could be anything. It could be, you know, a layer of cookies that you, you did. You know, I love cookie dough. And the next thing I know, I only have like 12 cookies on a batch of like that should have made like 24 and I'm right. just, I've just sat there and ate the dough. So the first part I, I like to talk about is just getting educated, like learning how f- food works in your body, learning how your body digests the food. Um, and then I'm a big proponent of measurements, right? So this is where I come in a lot mm-hmm. where you cannot measure what you're doing without measuring. So maybe you don't have to even, you know, put it on a food scale or, you know, anything like that. It could be as simple as, okay, I'm going to open this bag of chips. I'm going to take this small bowl. doesn't whatever. Right. I'm going to put the chips into the bowl. And that's what I'm going to allow myself to have, right? And I have this philosophy of if you want more, eat more tomorrow, right? So if you're in some fancy restaurant in the middle of France or Greece or wherever you're at, and it's the only time you're ever going to eat there, eat up. Right. Go ham on that shit because you're probably never getting it again. (laughs) (laughs) Eat all those damn crepes that you want to eat. Right. Right. But when they're barbecued chips that are Lay's brand that you got at the grocery store, you can go get more. They're not going. Yeah, they're not going anywhere. Right. So that would be my next. So educate yourself then kind of measure. Again, it doesn't it doesn't even have to be like tracking your food per se as just taking a way of getting yourself a serving ish type of style and then eat out of that. Well, you know, and let's talk about that. The ben- because you know me, I've resisted this oh, for yeah. a while, yep. and um, because I just, I it, for me, it wasn't sustainable. But and it's not like that's a it, one big key is that tracking should never be something you do your whole life. If no. you're really going, if you're really tracking your food properly, it should never be forever. No, but it's. I think it's like you said. It's it's more of a lesson, it, and you're really you're really concentrating on what you're putting in your body. Yep. So let's talk about the benefits. Um, tell me about the benefits of actually weighing your food and weighing. You know, and again, it's not something you're going to do your entire life, but it's something you need to do just to get an idea, right? And so, right. what are the benefits of that? So the benefits of that is so that you don't have to do it forever. So to me, that's the biggest benefit. So I can basically look at something at this point. I've been tracking food almost five years, four to five years now. And I can basically look at something. I can guess its size. I can guess what it's been cooked in. I can guess the calorie allotment. I can guess for the most part on average what I'm looking at. And that's how I've been able to not track for almost an entire year and maintain with plus or minus five or so pounds mm-hmm. of my weight is because I took the time to really hone in on tracking and know like I can eat two Oreos and it's not going to set me off the tizzy right. and it's not going to ruin my progress and I don't have to go exercise it off and I don't have to do all the things or feel bad about it because I know for the most part my diet was pretty decent and and that that's what tracking allows me to do now but you don't get there. You can't look at a piece of chicken and say, well, yeah, I, I could I could have guessed you know, that looked like raw mm-hmm. and go that direction. So it's probably X amount of ounces or grams, X amount of protein. Okay, cool. I can I can guesstimate off of that. Yeah. For sure. And it's I you know, and it, again, that was for me, it was it's tough because I just it was taking that extra time. You know, I'm a person who enjoys eating, right? And I'm a person who enjoys my food. 
even if it's healthy food, right? Even if right. it's healthy, but I I, I don't want to waste the time. In my opinion, what I thought was wasting the time to really sit there and measure it. Oh God, what am I gonna? You know what? I gotta measure. It. But the, it's funny because the more and more I did it, you're right, and I hate when you're right, and um, <laughs> it pisses me off. So it happens often, fe- uh, uh, fellas, like uh, ladies and gentlemen. She, it's it's a thing. She's lying. Um, <laughs> it happens once or twice. Lies. But <laughs> you lie. <laughs> you lie, ma'am. You lie. Maybe not. No, it's I. I hate when you're right, and it sucks when you're right, but it's also good when you're right because it it's true. And it, it you know I I'm a person who I fought you left and right with this, and I yep. did not want to do this. And then I did it, and then I realized, okay, maybe it is a positive, maybe it's a good thing. And I I and I am I'm more conscious of what I'm putting in my body and my mouth. And I know that sounds dirty. But um, <laughs> I'll but, tell Jeanette. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> Let's keep that to a minimum. Um, oh yeah, wait, she's gonna be able to hear this. Yes. Shh. Sorry, sweetie. <laughs> no, honestly, you know, and let that be a lesson. I, I really, I was totally against it, and your, but you know, your persistence with this was like, look, do it and shut the hell up about it because you're really gonna realize what you. Because I, I, you know, when I sat there and I, I'm thinking, all right, I'm, I'm eating chicken. I mean, this, I'm eating the basics of what you need to lose weight. Right. But I never. By really, the way, chicken does does not make you lose weight. Okay. No, no, I know. Like, <laughs> I know. I just. <laughs> Again, stop Secret. being right. Secret. Right? I didn't bring you on this podcast to be right all the time. But agree with me sometimes. Okay. I'm kidding. No. Um, no. I. It, I. We, I mean, we I'm joke just, back and forth. But I'm just putting it out there for real, though, because yeah. when you you and your brain, well, I'm eating the right things. Here, here we go again. I'm eating the good food. There's yeah. the stigma that's going to make me lose weight, right? That's basically right. what you just said. I know I was eating chicken and stuff that will make me lose weight. No, it's not. That's not true. No. Stigma, so food stigma, right what, there. What does help you lose weight? <laughs> Tracking can, your food. Can you, oh, is, is that what it is? <laughs> yes. Is that what it is? Damn it. Yes. So you were right again. Yes. So I can't just eat chicken and rice and broccoli and say I'm going to lose weight. No. No, I have to track what I'm eating. You have to track chicken. the chicken and broccoli if you're going to eat that. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, and that's, and, and when you say like we've talked about tracking food about a year, like from our very first conversation, we talk. I said, "Well, how are you tracking your food?" Well, just the plates, and I do this and this portion and that. And I'm like, "So you don't track your food?" No. So how do you actually know what you're eating? Well, yeah. I'm a stubborn Italian, and just like you are, I'm, I'm and I'm a stubborn Italian German on I, top of that. Yeah, so I'm you're stubborn and Irish too. I'm yeah, really Irish screwed. too. Yeah. Oh God, we're screwed. And I have we have listeners in Ireland. This so, yep. <laughs> you know, and Italy too. Yep. Oddly enough, so I think people know. But it's uh, I, I yeah I fought you forever on that because you know because you know and 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 to, in all actuality, the reason I fought you on that was because I had before I you and I partnered up. Uh, for you to train me, I, you know, obviously lost a ton of weight. Right. And I didn't track. Right. You know, you know, there, there might be people, people out there listening right now who have never tracked a day in their life. Right. But they're hitting plateaus like I did four yep. months ago. And I, I was on this. So that's another reason why, you know, I haven't really been on the podcast all that much is because I've been trying to get over this plateau and I felt like I, you know, I can't come on here and talk to you about weight loss when I'm not losing any weight. 
And, you know, it was, that's Which why, again, ladies and gentlemen, totally false because he's still an inspiration regardless. Right. And Moving I, on. but I mean, and, and that's the thing. <laughs> well, now you're just kissing my ass, but <laughs> no, no, yeah, I know. It's I also know. the truth. No, I know. And it's, it, it, cause I, I, no matter what, I still went to the gym. I didn't stop going to the gym. Nope. You didn't quit. You, know? no. you were still chugging. Yeah. And that's just, the inspirational part. And that's the, that's where people lose. That's where people, that's where people fail is they, yeah. because they don't see that change. That's when they quit. Yeah. That's when they fail. Yeah. And, and what there's, I, there was, I think there was a famous quote that the road to two success is, uh, is littered with failures. Right. Yep. And I knew that I had to stay persistent. I knew I needed to keep going. And then, so I, the reason I was to, so against tracking was because I had lost all this weight. So there are people out there that have lost ton of weight, never tracked a day in their life. But like I said, they're hitting plateaus. You know, why was it that when I started tracking, why, why did that all of a sudden just change? I mean, what was the magic pill there that all of a sudden I started dropping? I mean, I dropped 20 pounds in four weeks with you in the first four weeks of training and tracking and all the shit that I said I didn't want to do and you made me do anyways. Yes, yes, you did. And you're asking me, what is the magic? Yes, what is that magic? Well, for you specifically, yes. <clears throat> for you specifically, um, you were under eating. You weren't fueling your body properly. Mm-hmm. So here we go again with stigma and food and guilt and all the things that come along with that, that we assume that, that we know what we're doing and that it should be working. As in your case, it had worked before. Why is it stopping now? And in your specific situation, you were not fueling your body enough. And so we've had, that's something that we've been working on is eating more scary. Yes. Necessary. 100%. And the moment I'm just like, just Eat more food. Take your piece of chicken and double it. Take your this and double it. And take your this and double it. Right. And then all of a sudden, it was just like that one. We had like a nine pound drop that one yeah. time. It was like, boom, you know, like. Well, because I went woo. from eating, you know, I went from eating what 40 grams of protein, 30 to 40 grams of that a day to, I think you had me up to 175. Yep. Originally. Which originally. And then, and I, I even then I was like, and I, you know, after I know I remember looking it up, there was like a you know calculator online. That you can look up and in I think you know you type in your weight and the, your activity level and it's like my protein intake should have been like two hundred and fifty to four hundred, which to me see, I I'm I have a hard time getting to one hundred, but you know with how the help of protein drinks and really watching what I'm eating and and shout out to Clean Eats of Troy, uh, huge huge for me because I mean I'm eating two meals a day from them and it's chocked full of protein. Help me get my, I mean, each, I mean, each meal I have is anything anywhere between 30 right. to 40 grams of protein. And there, it's real food. It's, it's real not food. some bullshit like, here, you eat this bar, it's 300 calories, full of, right. it's full of garbage, it's all processed bullshit. This right. is not that. This is actual, like, real food. It's real. There's right. nothing processed about it. No. Real ingredients. And it's, oh my God, they're, they're buffalo mac and cheese. It's my favorite out of all of them over there. Oh. <sighs> See, I would totally eat it, but it has mayonnaise in it. I, and it's I, I was shocked to hear that. I was shocked to see that. So I saw the ingredient. I'm like, mayo. I, I almost pulled the trigger on it the other day, and it had mayo. And I was like, oh, you man. need, you know, you need to change your uh, your attitude against mayo. Yeah, no, I don't. It's so but, good. Nope. Come to the dark or the light side, I guess. <laughs> yeah, the light side yeah, of mayo. It's the light side <laughs> yeah. of mayo. Just come to the light side. Not, you know you like it. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I know. What if I told you some? Uh, you know, I'm gonna make you a dish. I'm gonna make you a dip or dish. That's going to have mayo on it. You'll never know. Perfect. Don't tell me either. Yeah. I'll never eat it again. Yeah. Like uh, my mom's work at Mission Barbecue, they have like the best mac and cheese. Yeah. I'm like 97% sure there's mustard in it. But if I know for a fact there's mustard in it, 
I'll never eat it again. What is yeah. with, what is wrong with you? I'm a psychological eater. I don't know. What? Yeah. You know, you my dad is the same way. Yeah, see, weird. No, Italian. It's Italian thing. It's totally us. I'm a I'm half Italian. It must be the Irish me that loves all the crap Probably. stuff. The mayo and the mustard and the ketchup and And I'm German, so I'm ranch. stubborn as hell. So it's like I'm not eating it now that I know what's in it and you can't make me. <laughs> What? <laughs> try to get me to do it. Do it. I dare you. I'm going to get you to do it. <laughs> Without even you knowing it. And don't I'm ever gonna, tell me. I won't. I'm going to put all kinds. I'm going to make some dish that's got man, mustard and mayonnaise. Wait a minute. You've eaten deviled eggs before. No. Haven't you? Never put one in my mouth. I thought you'd put deviled eggs in your mouth. Nope. I swore you've, I, you've eat, I've seen you eat. No, never, eggs. ever. Nope. <sighs> so, but yeah. So, you know, with you specifically, it, it, it was. So, I'm sorry. We're getting back on track. Right. <laughs> anyway. Well, there's a podcast we have to do. Right. Okay. Yeah. We're, we're trying to get to people here. Yeah. So, for you specifically, it, it was, you know, eating more food. Mm-hmm. It was tracking what you're eating and realizing what you're actually intaking. And and what I basically told you was you, it's one of two things. You're either under eating or you're still overeating. Right. There's, there, there is no other way here because, because you were still going to the gym, it had nothing to do with your movement. It had no, I knew it, what, even if you're doing some bullshit, you don't know what the hell you're doing in the gym. Right. Right. You're getting to the gym every day and you're moving, well, five days and you're, and you're moving and you're making it happen. It has nothing to do with that. Right. You know, so that's something to keep in mind because a lot of people don't realize how much they are really under eating if they're under eating. And that's why like the moment, like you started dropping, I'm like, yeah, we need to increase your calories. Cause you're, you're almost dropping too, too quick. Right. You know, because we want, we want a nice, slow, steady. We don't want to shoot off the cliff. Cause that's not the way you want to lose weight to make it sustainable. No, no, not at all. And that's, you know, <laughs> that, that was one thing. That's one fear I had about, you know, losing dramatic amounts of weight because, yeah, I mean, it's, I know I've done it before. I did that 160 pounds in one year and then gained all of it back and then some, and it sucked, but that's where I got to where I am today. But, um, you know, so we're, we were talking overeating, right? You know, so there was either undereating or overeating. Speaking of overeating, let's talk about how we can combat that. Uh, over the holidays, over, you know, New Year's and Christmas and all these, uh, all these holidays coming up. And well, it's just only two, but you know, well, <laughs> I mean, you know, it's interesting that you say that because that is literally exactly what I was going to say. People think Christmas and Thanksgiving and New Year's mm-hmm. goes from October 31st through January 2nd. Right. And that's wrong. You have, you know, Halloween, which is a huge sugar day or whatever for a lot of people. You got parties, liquor, all the things. Right. You get Thanksgiving, you got Christmas, and you got New Year's, right? Those are four days of three and a half months. Right. That's it. That's it. There's only four fucking days that you get to like, woo, that's it. But in those months, you're, <clears throat> let's talk about the fact there's so much stress. There's stress of the holidays, stress yep. of trying to get things done by the end of the year. You know, all in usually, you know, when it comes to work time, everybody's trying to get their, everything done so they can go on vacation or do this or do that. You know, how do you combat that? How do you combat you know, over overindulging on not just those four days because you're going to tons of holiday parties, you know, and then people forget about the fact that, you know, when you're drinking, that alcohol adds up. Those quick. sugar, you know. So quick. You know, those 
Trulies and the, what I mean, Trulies are what? They're sugar free though, aren't they? I don't really know because to me, if I'm going to drink, I'm going to drink. Right. So I can have, I can have a shot of whiskey. I can have two shots of whiskey almost for, well, depending on the proof, but cause that also makes a difference for people that don't know, like right. your proof of liquor determines the calorie allotment for it or how much calories it has in it because of the sugar content and all the bullshit. But anyways, so I can have almost two shots of whiskey per proof. For one truly almost. So oh, wow. for me personally, and I drink whiskey either on the rocks or, or straight, so yeah. neat, whatever. If anybody, you know, has any great whiskey recommendations, send them our way. <laughs> Hello. We drink a lot of way whiskey down, here. Lifeup.com, way down <laughs> life up at gmail.com. Uh, yeah, and then you can hit me up at Wait Down Life at Wait Down Life Up on Instagram and um, whiskey recommendations. We're big whiskey people in our house. Yeah. Uh, Vet wife, fit mom. Yeah. On you Instagram. Can, on Instagram yep. You can get her there. But anyways, go on. Yep. So, um, so for me, I would rather just drink liquor personally. You know, a lot of people do a gin and tonic, but the idea here is, and I don't know why people do this, but they try to quote unquote diet during the holiday. Well, I'm not going to eat that. Why? Like, why is anybody this is the time of year you want to correct? This is, I don't know why anybody in their right freaking mind tries to not, or tries to diet during this time. No. This is stupid. So for me, what I do with my clients, most of them, I flip them. In fact, I just did this on Wednesday night with my client, Casey. She is awesome. She's over a year into this. She went through Christmas last year trying to diet. And she was like, that's absolutely not happening, right? So I flipped her into maintenance. I said, just go into maintenance for a few weeks during this time. And then beginning of the new year, we'll bring you back out, right? Mm-hmm. Same concept. So, you know, she wasn't doing a great job tracking. And so first thing I did, I said, so why are we trying to diet right now? I don't know. Exactly. Right. <laughs> That's my point. Right. You don't know either. Right. You got holiday parties for work. Potentially you got, you know, like you said, stress is so cortisol levels are through the roof. Right. You're trying to stick with your routine. Maybe you're going on vacation. You got small kids and we all know how pain in the ass that is. Right. Um, and so it's just like, why are we trying to add more to the plate? <laughs> pun intended. Right. When we can't. Why are you going to sit there and try to go? measure all your freaking food right now like right. that seems silly or even not even even if you're not measuring like why are you going to try to be like well, i'm only gonna eat chicken and so on those days this is what i recommend on a day that you have a holiday maybe you have a party coming up in the next week or two mm-hmm. for work or something like that or you're going out with friends and whatever you protein load that day so you protein load heavy in the morning maybe you have like turkey sausage egg whites yeah um anything like that kind of keep it really lean in the morning then enjoy your dinner enjoy your evening without going well i didn't eat well i blew it this morning because we went out for breakfast i had biscuits and gravy and now i'm going to lunch and now it's lunchtime and i'm already hungry because there's not a lot of nutritional like protein that's going to keep you satiated throughout the day right so it's like you know so it's just a matter of planning a little bit better on those days that you know that you have something that doesn't mean the whole day has to be shit right, right. you don't the whole day unless you're literally waking up at 8 a.m and partying until you go to bed, which well, maybe some people are. I'm not judging. And <laughs> see if we have college listeners, yes, then that's the case. Maybe God. that's the thing. Um, but in all seriousness, so you know, you can make part of that day still benefit yourself and still right. be quote unquote healthy and then just enjoy the rest of your evening. And you know, correct me if I'm wrong, I feel that if you do, you know, if you do uh front load with protein in the beginning of the day, right? 
that you almost set up a barrier for yourself where you don't you automatically your brain won't overeat it won't want to overeat because you're already full throughout the day and you're staying full throughout the day i mean it I mean, am I wrong there? No, I mean, it's there's definitely, there's that element. And there, then there's also the psychological element, right? Where you already did good in the morning or right. in, the, in the beginning of the day. Right. And then you go into the evening like, you know what? I've already had a really good day. I'm going to enjoy this, but I'm not going to overeat. I'm going to enjoy what I want. I'm going to see something. I'm going to plan it. I'll be like, oh, yeah, okay. Maybe there's two different size plates and you grab the smaller plate and fill that plate. Yeah. You know, that kind of a thing. Um, so that that's one thing I recommend is protein loading. The uh, other thing I recommend, especially because we're having a lot of get-togethers and, you know, you go to so-and-so's house and you have this party, that party, um, maybe it's a bring a dish type of situation where some people are getting back to that. Hey, everybody brings something and do it like a potluck right, type, right. Of, which we've kind of been out of that a little bit, but now people are getting back into that. Bring something that you can go ham on. Like things that I like to take are cheese and crackers with uh, like the, the turkey bites or whatever. So like sausage, yeah. turkey sausage bites. I also like to take buffalo chicken dip. So I make buffalo chicken dip and then I, but I make that with Greek yogurt instead of uh, sour cream or cream cheese. And so it's basically it nothing tastes, but fucking protein. And that's the thing. It tastes, you don't see that big of a difference. I mean, I'm surprised. I remember, like I said, I called you once at the grocery store asking you about that dip, that, yeah. you, that French onion dip. Yeah. And you made it with Greek yogurt. Yep, 0%. Yep. 0%. And the French onion mix from, from the Kroger. Yeah, the soup. Yeah, the soup mix. And yep. I was blown away that I literally did. I mean, you can't. I mean, it's a very subtle difference. You know, you just basically you just don't taste all the fat. No. And, and and if you eat the yogurt on its own, like if you just eat plain Greek yogurt, to me right. it's a lot more tart. Yeah. It's yeah. just a lot it's a tangier. Yeah. Maybe than sour cream is. Um, but once I add, if I'm adding it into the buffalo chicken dip, can't taste it. If you're adding it, if you're to me personally, when I add the the French onion soup mix in, you can't even taste it. And then right. you can take something like you don't have to take chips for dipping. You can take carrot sticks, you can take right. uh green pepper sticks you can so you can still celery celery right you can still make it like healthy but really delicious like it doesn't have to be like oh broccoli <laughs> you know <laughs> I, broccoli. I love broccoli though and i ain't gonna lie so <laughs> well, yeah your colon looked like too yeah <laughs> Lord, it's, and it's hard coming over here on the holidays all night but anyways <laughs> that's sides of fact um kidding but any, uh, so no, even that, you know, that, that chili dip you make too. Yeah. So you can do one or two things with the chili dip. I do, um, oh, you can make it with like third less fat. Cause I'm not a big fat free mm -hmm. just because basically anything fat free has a bunch of chemicals in it. And I'm not saying fat free is bad. I'm just me personally. Right. So I'll do like a third less fat cream cheese. Um, and you can either do like regular Hormel chili out of the can, or they also have the turkey Hormel chili, which yeah. it's got significantly less fat. Again, for me personally, I'm not trying to sit here and tell you like I eat like organic, you know, things no, that only no. come out of the ground. That's not me personally. No. Um, it's not how I want to eat. So, no, you have a real world approach. Correct. I mean, because yeah. not, you know, <laughs> not everybody's going to go out there and go, well, I need you know, organic shit costs a ton of money. It's like three times more. It's ridiculous. And you can get the same health. In this, the same healthy, you know, food with Hormel chili with, you know, right. with, with, you know, I mean, look, a, a, a chip, a chip dip is never going to be, should never be your dinner. But, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> but if you're going to indulge a little bit and you want to have that freedom of like, okay, I can, 
I can indulge and and enjoy this without having to feel guilty at the end of the day. Because at the end of the day, when I I buy that turkey hormel chili and I put my third less fat cream cheese in there, it's really not that bad for you. Like it's really not, again, here we go with the content. It's not that bad for you, Right. right? So it's like, it's still it's still serving the purpose. It's giving me protein that I actually need because there's more protein in it, and it so it does the job. You know, it doesn't have to be gross, and I don't know. It doesn't have to be that way. I mean, I eat canned goods if I have to. Whatever <laughs> it, it is, what it is. <laughs> I have kids. That's what we do. All right, so let's recap a little bit and let's talk about the top three tips uh, you think that can help you. You know, get through the holiday season and without feeling like shit and without, you know, even if you go off your diet or if you veer off a little bit, just your top three tips to help you through the holiday season of overindulging and feeling guilty and all those things. Just give me your top three uh, tips of, of, of that. Okay. So I'm going to give you double that. I'm going to give you six, six. and I'm going to give you three for guilt and I'm going to give you three for how to get through the holidays. All right. Let's is, that, is that fair? That sounds good to me. Okay. So the first one we talked about was to educate yourself. Right. So however th- however that looks for you, it could be going on the internet, it could be hiring a coach, it could be whatever. The second thing we talked about was kind of like, not even if you're like fully tracking, but just portioning. So take that bag of chips, get a bowl, and then just put the bag of chips away. Mm-hmm. You're less likely to just eat the whole bag of chips like we've all done, even though half of it's air. The third tip that I would give is this. If it gets to a point where you can't put the bag of chips away, don't buy the chips. And that sounds harsh. Right. Right? If you feel it necessary that you have to have that bag of Lay's barbecue potato chips, can you tell this has happened to me before? Yeah. Specifically with Lay's barbecue. Anyway, um, go to the store and buy it. Because how likely... When you want this, you're going to be like, well, I don't really don't want to go to the store. You know, especially now, granted, you know, today it's been like 56 with like hurricane winds. But in the wintertime, we don't want to go to the store when it's no. cold outside and when it's like, oh. And in the summertime, we don't really want to go outside because we're like enjoying the outside and we're working on the yard or whatever the case is, right? So if it's something that you can't control yourself with, don't put it in your house. That's the other way. Then you don't have to feel guilty about eating it if you cannot control it yeah um don't tempt yourself yeah and then if you like if you just can't pass it go buy like an individual sized bag of barbecue lays potato chips if you can find it yeah and then buy the one bag eat them and move on with your life right because then you're not eating a whole bag so those are my three like guilt eating type tips okay as far as making through the holidays we talked about protein loading yes you must protein load absolutely the second thing I'm going to talk about is don't eat so that you feel stuffed. And in fact, I even recommend like not even eating till you feel full because usually when you eat till you feel full, you're actually stuffed by the time your brain realizes like, shit, I'm actually full. Oh, okay. Now I'm, unbuttoning my, yeah, yeah. now I'm unbuttoning my pants 20 minutes, <laughs> 20 minutes later. Also, that's another kind of like side note. Like don't, don't wear your quote unquote, like fat pants. Don't wear your pants that expand. Right. Like make that shit feel uncomfortable. (laughs) Wear the skinny jeans. The only time it's acceptable. Correct. For for guys to wear skinny jeans. Facts. That's what my husband says too. (laughs) (laughs) Although I'm in skinny jeans right now, so I can't say much. Yeah, we won't tell well. So (laughs) he'll hear it. (laughs) Yes, he will. Um, And the other one is I'm going to kind of double up Mm -hmm. with water and movement. Okay. So take a 10 minute walk after you eat. 
10 minutes helps with digestion, helps move that food. And actually I have a really good friend, um, who, who taught to told me this, didn't realize it. Um, Dr. Kev, by the way, hello. He, uh, told me that it helps actually, it absorbs the nutrients better when you walk after your meal. Didn't know that. So, um, yeah, cause your new, your nutrients get absorbed through your digestive tract. So as it's moving through that, I, digestive tract it's absorbing nutrients better because of that movement didn't oh. know that fun tip and then obviously your water just because water obviously helps with digestion helps you feel full um and those kinds of things so what's the rule of thumb when it comes to water rule of thumb i always tell my clients half your body weight in ounces so if you weigh 200 pounds you should be drinking at minimum 100 ounces a day oh okay all right that's Rule of thumb. Everybody, again, this is hard because it's everybody's individual and their body responds and reacts differently. Some people may need more than that. Some people may just have to pee all day long, literally, and can't drink that much water. Right. So uh, age also, especially in women who have had children, shout out to all the moms out there who have done all that. (laughs) Uh, Sometimes our bladders do not hold water the way they used to when we were younger <laughs> and before you know it, we've piddled on ourselves so that explains it yeah. oh okay yes right. so you know again there's always that but that element so again with that you know just protein load and and uh get in movement water what was my other one guy. <laughs> my brain's fried it's, that's woof. that's all right that's all right we talked about all three. All right, perfect. So, uh, big announcement. Uh, I told we, I told everybody we would save it till the end. Huge announcement uh, that you, being the trainer that you are, the trainer extraordinaire. Ooh, there's that, is, that word again. Woo. Yes, who has kicked my ass and got me over this plateau, and I can't thank you enough for that. Um, Thanks for listening. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I, I fought you every step of the way. but You're not the only one. Yeah, yeah. So, but no, I, you know, and I, you know, I respect you and, and, I know that you know you're helping me every every which way you can, and and I can't thank you enough for that. Um, but uh, we have a big big announcement that you, Sarah Krieger or Sarah J, if you will, <laughs> you're gonna have your own podcast. I am. Now I have you had mine all the time, and it's <laughs> I, I I'm I feel like I'm taking you under my wing, and I'm I'm setting you free into the world of the podcast world. Um, yeah, so um, the name of the podcast, go ahead. Uh, so the name of the podcast is called Don't Call Me Skinny. That is awesome. That is serious. And I, I love I love that name, by the way. It really is. It's I, And the story behind it is even better. So I'm going to let you kind of take the reins here. Oh, boy. And we're going to introduce you to your new podcast, which <laughs> will be available, uh, I believe. Let's see. The uh, I probably should have been more prepared for this. <laughs> Um, we're gonna, let's see. Oh, and I just realized that I forgot to, oh, never mind. That was, um, something else. Uh, so <laughs> as you see, I'm all over the place. Uh, Wednesday the 15th, yes. uh, is going to launch yes. and, um, we have, are going to have an awesome episode. I hope so. I, hope, I, I hope so. And we're going to, we're going to, we're going to record it here in a little bit, but, um, yeah. So we're going to record your first podcast and your first podcast is going to air on the 15th. And you can find it. Uh, we'll talk about more of that more about that in a minute. But uh, let's explain to me why you came up with the name "Don't Call Me Skinny." So, um, a friend of mine, shout out to Ash. She and I, like our whole lives, kind of played this, you know, train 
game of weight loss, weight gain, weight loss. We tried every fad diet, you know, whatever. And we both kind of went our own weight loss journey. And we're both at the point where we've been able to maintain this. And when people see us now, the first thing, like she has experienced this, I have experienced this. They're like, oh my God, you're so skinny. And it's like, man, I waited so long to hear that, but please don't call me that. (laughs) It's like, it's so bizarre that growing up, you know, in the nineties, like, you know, you and I talked about this, like where you have like the Cosmopolitan magazine and all the, you know, Hollywood stars, you know, magazines sitting in the aisle as you're checking out and you're just looking at them going, man, I don't look a fucking thing like that. So like, like Sir Mix-a-Lot used to say, Cosmo says you're fat, but I ain't down with that. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's, that's 100% it. So, you know, so the frustration, you know, growing up in this world where we grew up like with the Victoria's Secret models and we grew up with the Cindy Crawford and we grew up with, I don't even know who else, I don't even remember. Uh, you can tell how much I paid attention to who they were, right? <laughs> Not really what they look like. Right. But um, so when, when you when you just have this stigma around skinny, like that seems to be the goal, right? That's like, oh, I just want to get skinny. Oh, I just want to get skinny. And often clients come to me like, oh, I just want to lose weight. I just want to lose weight. I just want to lose it. What does that even mean, right? What are we even right. try, trying to say? Like, what is the actual goal? Are we losing weight? Or are we just like trying to feel healthy? Like, so for me, it's just like, and I still get it like within the past like two months when I haven't seen somebody and they just go, oh, hey, they're skinny. I'm like, I'm, I'm not even skinny to be honest. Like I, I'm, I, I'm really not. You can go on my face or my uh, Instagram page and see that I definitely have fat still on my body and right. things like that. Like I have a, an Italian Dago booty. Like it's what we do. Like that's not going anywhere. I can't do anything about it. So, um, so it was just like a frustration. And, and so I just thought it would be a great, a great name to just say like for something I wanted for so long and, and just, like earned for my whole life growing up as a teenage girl. It's like finally got to a place that somebody called me that. And I was like, Nope. Yeah. Don't, don't call me that. Don't call me skinny. Oh, don't call me skinny. Yeah. So, um, what, what can we expect on your future episodes coming up? So, uh, future episodes. So I definitely have, I'm going to have some people, some guests, some clients come on, talk about their experience. Um, some fellow coaches of mine who have a lot of experience and knowledge, Um, But like topics wise, it's going to be kind of similar to this, like nutrition and fitness and, you know, things that I see often that happen. Um, And I mainly work with women, busy women and moms. And so there's going to be a dabble bit of, you know, momhood going on. And and we know momhood gets messy (laughs) and gross. And so, yeah, there's, you know, I mean, if you listen to me here, you know that I swear and cuss and things. And, and so there'll be that too. So if you don't like that, you're not going to want to listen. Well, and you know, and I, what I, and we, and we cut the trailer already and for your, yeah. uh, for your podcast and it is out there wherever you get your podcast from um, on Spotify, Pandora, uh, Apple, we're still waiting on a few things, but um, you know, Google. right now, Google, uh, Amazon, you know, you can find it all on there. And what I like about your in in you know we we talked a little bit about in the trailer, um, but I liked about the fact that your your approach to working out is your approach to this podcast is like look this is a no bullshit approach yeah right like I'm gonna we're gonna talk about you know this is what this is what this is and look you know I'm a mom you are all moms you know you you fit you basically you have a you have a system where you your system works for the real 
person, the real, not, not these fake, you know, like you said, magazine, Cosmo cover girls. And now it's, it's heavy in the Instagram influencer where it's like filters and all the bullshit that you see. It's it's not not real. And, And then, and then that's already like people already, especially moms, they see that or, or women who just have been down for so long and they see that and they're like, well, I'll never be like that. I'll never look like that. I'll never, how does she have, how is she able to do that? And it, you know, she's able to do that by having a team of people behind her Yeah, and, you know, uh, producers and directors and to try to look at this fake, you know, this, this life, you try to make it look so real. No, it's not. It's all bullshit. Yep. And you're a no bullshit person and you're no bullshit approach on training and no bullshit approach on podcasting, <laughs> which is going to be awesome. And I cannot wait for your first episode and Thank every you. episode here on out. Um, so let's tell everybody how you can be found uh, via social media or how can you be contacted? So I'm at Vet Wife Fit Mom on Instagram. You can find me there. You can find me on Facebook. It's just literally my name, Sarah J. Krieger. Um, and then I do have a free Facebook account. I do link it often in the Instagram stories. Right. Um, it's kind of a longer title, but um, it's badass women, moms who are looking to level up. You can find there. It's just a free Facebook group. Every day I've been there doing things, giving mom hacks, um, putting it, I have uh, coaches come in there. We do lives, all sorts of stuff goes on in there. We do challenges. In fact, I'm doing a challenge coming up. Uh, well, it'll already have aired at this. Well, it already had started, but yeah. uh, I've done like a water challenge. I'm doing a walking challenge for 10 minutes a day for 10 days. You win 50 bucks cash. Like it's literally, you know, I'm just trying to get people you know, moving and trying to find healthier habits is really what it's about. And by the way, you know, uh, obviously we're in, we're in Michigan and, um, it's, you don't just train just in Michigan. You can train anywhere around the world Yep. because yep. you have, you have an app, uh, through Trainerize. Yep. And, um, you know, how can people get a hold of you via email? Via email, it's getcpfitnow at gmail.com. All right. So any inquiries that you have for her and you are running an awesome special right now. Uh, What is that awesome special? So currently, if you sign up for six months, you get one month free. Oh, no way. Yeah. That is awesome. Yeah. And if you mentioned this podcast and you sign up with those six months and get that one what can they get? A free set of I, uh, AirPods. Oh, hell <laughs> I, yeah. Can I re-sign up and get mine? <laughs> yeah, no. No? Oh, man. It sucks. All right. Yeah. Fine. All right. Fine. I'll let everybody else experience it and have the fun. I'll just, I'll sit here and be counting my chicken. That's right. You will. All right. All right. Well, I cannot wait. I appreciate you coming on my podcast, The Weight Down Life Up. You can reach me at uh, on Instagram at wait down life up also via email wait down life up at gmail.com and facebook.com slash wait down life up and I ins- is it wait down life up wait down or life is up. it wait down life up I mean I, I you know I'm not sure let me just uh, wait down uh, let me I uh, hold on <laughs> yep, okay it is wait down life up just I, double checking all right and for the fourth time in case you missed it wait down life up <laughs> that is the name of the podcast that is the name of all my social medias and emails emails and social every, security number social, <laughs> that's his right down, yeah, yeah does that work out yeah, yeah okay. it, it will yeah, i guess that will work out for you it does <laughs> anyways so i will hopefully we'll talk to you soon and i cannot wait for you and everybody needs to go follow her on her podcast which is 
Don't call me skinny. Thank you. Thank Don't you. call me skinny on every single platform, wherever you get your podcasts. And be sure to keep in touch with me and her as well. Go give her a follow. And if you want some awesome training and just, you know, no bullshit approach to training, you need to sign up with her. I'm telling you, she changed my life because I went from this plateau that I was stuck on for three, four months. I could not do anything. I felt like I was doing everything in my power to get this done and I didn't work. And here comes Sarah J coming along and boom. (laughs) And she sat there and what did she do? 20 pounds in, in a week. I mean, I'm sorry, 20 pounds. Well, that's excessive. Do <laughs> that's not a do little that. excessive. All right. Let's rewind that 20 pounds in a month. Yep. And that's and look, and my results are not typical. Right? No, they're not. And I, that could have been a lot of water weight too, yep. but you, you got me on the right track of getting past that plateau. And one thing I enjoyed about that was the fact that I did see a number go up and down and up and up and up and down, down. And all of a sudden, boom, down. And it was always trending downward, which yep. was awesome. So, Again, no bullshit <laughs> approach and a no bullshit uh, no bullshit approach podcast. Don't call me skinny. Give her a listen. Give her a follow. Give me a follow as well. Like, subscribe. Like, subscribe to her. And, yeah, we will see you next time. Thank you. Thank you.